All right, so for my mobilizing diversity project, I'm gonna talk about mostly Russia, and I'm gonna talk about women in Russia and um, black people in Russia and also uh, members of the LGBTQ plus community in Russia. Um, so I'm gonna start off with women. Um, women in Russia have a very varied history during numerous regimes. Um, obviously, because Russia is like a very multicultural society, the experiences of women in Russia vary very significantly across different ethnic, religious, and social lines. Um, like the life of an ethnic Russian woman would be dramatically different from the life of a minority woman. Um, same as it might be in America. Um, anyways, um, women of the 18th century Russia were, I would say, luckier than their European counterparts because um, it, it was a time of social and legal changes that began to affect women in a way that they had never experienced before. Um, they were sort of finally getting... Um, finally getting rights and the constitution of the ussr actually guaranteed equality for women saying quote women in the ussr accorded equal rights with men in all spheres of economic state and cultural um conditions so basically women russian women are equal in theory but not exactly in practice like i said that constitution that um guarantees equal rights for men and women um, but even before that, the Bolshevik Revolution granted women's rights in Russia, like including suffrage, in about 1917. But women are still fighting inequality um, before the war and after. However, during World War One, women's battalions uh, sort of came about, and they were all female combat units formed after um, the February Revolution in a last a last ditch effort to, I guess. Um, inspire the mass of war-weary soldiers to continue fighting in World War I. Um, and this is the only place that that happened. So, like, women in America, women in Euro Europe were very much looked down upon, and they were, like, staying at home and, you know, cooking and sewing for soldiers, but they weren't um, really allowed to be in them, except for in Russia, where they did have these, like, women's battalions, which were all female combat units. Okay. Um, next, I'm going to talk about black people in Russia. Um, uh, so I'm using an article from theguardian.com and it's about, it's called Black in the USSR, What's Life Like for a Russian of Color? Um, so usually when black people are in Russia, it's a lot of African or Afro-Russians is what they're called. So they come from, uh, African or Caribbean um, parents, and they were offered free university education in the Soviet Union during the Cold War, um, and that's usually why they're there. Um, so there's about 40,000 Russians of color that have decided to start documenting the stories, um, and like, like this photographer, uh, Johnston Archer says, most black Russians I met in Moscow and St. Peters Petersburg had also grown up without their fathers. Some had been fostered or grown up in children's homes and had never met their mothers, but we all agreed that we felt Russian as well as African. So they suffered hardships, but not necessarily at the extent of being um, a person of color in Russia. Um, so they did fight in the war because they were still seen as Russians. They weren't seen as um, like, 
black people more than they were seen as Russians, if that makes sense, because there was a lot of um, mixed races. So they were still allowed to fight in the war. They were honestly just seen as... Um, they were just seen as Russians. Like, they still had to face hardships, like I said, like not having their fathers or um, not being able to have their family um, or emigrating from Africa and then not, you know, going through the hardships of that. But they were still seen as Russians because they were Russians, and so they weren't really discriminated against by them. All right, and then lastly, I'm going to do um, the LGBTQ plus community, and this is a Medusa article called Being Gay in Revolutionary Russia, a World War I veteran's letter to a psychiatrist asking to be cured of his terrible vice. Russia introduced punishment for um, same-sex relationships in the early 18th century, which they banned among soldiers and sailors. Um, Under Nicholas I, uh, under any men it became illegal, or between any men it became illegal. Um... And around the mid-19th century, the government started exiling perpetrators to Siberia. Um, And then beginning in 1900, gay men could be arrested and imprisoned for several years. And the number of convictions spiked after 1905, mostly outside Moscow and St. Petersburg. But in the early 20th century, it was effectively impossible for men in Russia to say openly that they were gay or to be involved openly with another man sexually. Um... Many men at the time tried to overcome this, like he says, vice or this this habit, um, turning to psychiatrists for help, like um, this this man who uh, sorry, uh, I sort of lost my spot in the article. Um, this guy who wrote a letter to a psychiatrist basically just asking for help asking that he could cure him quote of the uh his uh gay tendencies um uh and the letter is from the central state historical archive of saint petersburg but they don't actually know who sent it there is no name on it um and no name for the psychiatrist either but basically the letter is just him begging for help um, and still today in Russia, uh, LGBTQ plus people are being discriminated against, um, and they're still facing those hardships, but they were especially, um, we see that, um, when it was like illegal and they could even be sent to jail or executed or exiled. Um, and so I think it's really interesting to see that difference where like black people were just treated as Russians and women were given women only battalions. And yet still the LGBTQ plus community was um, very harshly discriminated against. So it's just interesting to look at those different pieces of diversity and how they can each sort of shape in Russia very differently. Um, so yeah, thank you. I said my, uh, sources as I went along. So yeah, thank you.